This is Just Press Playhouse. The year is 1944. Top secret government scientist Dr. Myra Bitterman accidentally hurls private first class trip time skipper into the quantum plane. Her efforts to retrieve the young war hero prove fruitless. She removes herself from her lab in order to seek out a few precious moments of peace. Okay, Myra. You have this. You're going to bring that boy back and you will save the day. Got it? Everything will be under control. You're a scientist. You've got a good mind. Surely you can think of something. Oh, but what if I fail? Who's the genius then? Yeah? Uh, Dr. B, is everything okay? Yeah. Yeah. Everything is fine. Everything is under control. Well, um... Trip's been trying to reach you. Well, then why don't you speak to him? I don't know. That's really not my thing. Herrschaftsseiten! Why do I keep you around? You're useless! A piece of toast would offer me more help! Sorry. I'm sorry. It's not you. It's this whole situation with Private Timeskipper. I keep running through every possible scenario, trying to imagine what Einstein would do in my shoes. Is the hydrocrystal charged up enough? Do I stabilize the microinsect processor? Should we balance the endoplasmic solution? My mind has drawn many blanks. Are you sure you're okay? You don't seem right. The pendulum of the mind alternates between sense and nonsense, not between right and wrong. What is that, Young? Come, Milo. Back to work. Okay. Check the coolant tanks. Yep. Make sure the proton accelerator is online. Done. And for God's sake, whatever you do, do not press the big red button. Button not pressed. Let us hope we can help Trip before he runs out of time. Trip! Trip! Are you there? Trip may be gone, but not for good. His matter flies in a million pieces, skips through parallel dimensions on the quantum plane, and instantly reassembles on the other side of a wormhole. But where is he? And more importantly, when is he? Just Press Playhouse proudly presents the continuing adventures of Private Trip Time Skipper in Time Trip. Starring Gabe Templin. Bimini Lee Wright and David Gottfried with Lindsay Kelly Nate Brauner Orlando Segarra and Phil Blackman This week's episode, Dawn of the Gun Dead. Our heroes find themselves in the middle of a zombie-infested street, surrounded on all sides with no way of escape. Yes, this is it. Looks like I picked the perfect day to regain the use of my legs. It's been a pleasure, dear boy. 
You and me both. What the heck? Over here, Sheriff! I'll clear the way! Hurry! Stumpy! Who? The deputy! The cavalry to the rescue! Get inside! Stumpy, I could kiss you. Well, don't let me stop you. You're a sight for sore eyes, Stump. <laughs> well, Sheriff, look like you were in a lick of trouble out there. I thought you could use my help. What were them hooligans anyway? Surprised to see I make it in today. Surprised to see I make it in this week, seeing as you're spending most of your time at the saloon these days. And it looked like you dumb wrung half the town with you. Stumpy! Shut up and make sure all the windows are barred. Everything's sealed tighter than a baby's onesie. Ain't got nothing to do all day but checking to make sure everything's up to proper. Of course, if you want to yell at me instead of thanking me for making sure this place don't crumble, you go right ahead. You're the sheriff. I'm just old Deputy Stumpy. Keeping the fort down, making sure the coffee's hot and the beans are stewed and the cell door's oil and the- Stumpy, shut up! Really, you should be thanking this fellow over here. Start patting on the door, heaving and hollering. Otherwise, I might not have noticed your predicament. Happy to help. You! Listen here, you coward! Where in the hell did you get off running away like that? We could have died out there! Sounds to me like I did you a favor, Sheriff. I suppose I should be thanking you? Much obliged. Why, you little son of a- Gentlemen, please. Let's postpone the measuring contest for after we get out of this alive, shall we? She's got a point, Sheriff. And anyways, Caracas is right. We'd be dead right now if it weren't for his chicken instinct. Oh. Stump, you got any whiskey in here? No, Sherry, no whiskey. Never touch the stuff. Great. Now we're really screwed. Of course, if you need a little toot, there's some beer in the icebox. Get out of my way. John Duke, now is not a good time to muddy up your head again. Don't start with me, Feathers. The whole world's falling apart all around us. I'm doing just about the only thing that makes sense anymore. We can't give up, Sheriff. We have to make it out alive. I have to make it out alive. You saw what Christmas Berry did to Curly and them people in the saloon. We ain't stand a chance against them bureaucrat zombies. Eureka! I've got it! Don't hang your head and defeat just yet, Sheriff. What'd you find, Doctor? It appears the people of Hispaniola have discovered one surefire way to kill a zombie. You must destroy the brain, either through blunt force or gunshot to the head. Destroy the brain, and the undead becomes the dead once more. Destroy the brain? Wait a minute, Professor. How hard do we have to hit it to destroy it? Not hard. Once a person has died, we begin the process of decomposition. Our organs blot, the bones become brittle, the skin loses... Wait, hold on. Wait just a moment. Milo? Yoo-hoo! Milo! Where do you think you are going? Lunch. But who's going to help me with the buttons? <sighs> Can't you do it? What? But you're my assistant! You must assist me! What do I pay you for? Um, you don't. I'm an unpaid intern. Oh. Oh, okay. In that case, enjoy your lunch. Okay, sorry, what was I saying? Uh, oh, yes, our skin loses elasticity. In short, you've got to hit them with force, but it should be relatively easy. Your wristwatch is weird. Okay, guys, you heard Dr. Bitterman. All we have to do is bash or shoot them in the head. We can do that, right? 
There's what, 300 people in this town? We can kill 300 zombies, right? Yeah, it won't be easy, but there's a better chance than we got holed up in here for the rest of our lives. I'm sorry. I am a wanderer, not a murderer. I will not partake in the shedding of blood. Will you partake in the dying of pain? Because that's what we're in for if we can't stop these zombies. Not only that, but if you don't kill them, they will wander off until they find the next populated town. And they will bite and spread their disease until every last person on Earth is undead. I, for one, am not going to sit around and wait for the entire world to get a hankering for my brain. It may not be the best brain, but I like it. It's my brain. And I aim to keep it that way. What about your beer, John Duke? Ah, to hell with it! Well, you could have at least offered it to somebody. Time to sober up or shut up. Hoo-wee! Now that's what I'm talking about. Now, I haven't the doggone idea what a zombie is or why we need to kill him, nor do I exactly understand everything that's going on with this uh, young one's uh, wristwatch, but if there's a shooting that needs to get done, then I say, let's get hunt. Uh, we got about um, th- three rifles, uh, two pistols, a couple of shovels, uh, plenty of ammo. You can have your guns. I'll take the shovels. Today, I play Undertaker. Good. Let's get all the weapons loaded and ready. We'll take turns keeping watch while the others get some shut-eye. Stay alert. We fight at the crack of dawn. I sure miss your playing, John Duke. Turns out I'm pretty all right when I ain't roosted, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I sure miss seeing you all cleaned up, too. Yeah, you may be right about that. All I need is that bath. Make it out of this alive, and the soap's on me. Well, what about me? I ain't too bad at playing this hero harp now, ain't I? Nobody blows that harp better than you, Stumpy. Why, why don't you keep playing and mind your own business, Stump? Ain't got no business worth a minding. <laughs> why well, I deputize you, I'll never know. Got anything to eat around here? Big bag of peanuts in the corner. Trip, you hardly slept. I never can the night before a battle. I have too much energy. Besides, those cell cots aren't very comfortable. Usually reserve them for the bad folk, that's why. And our friend the runner? Snoring like a baby. Least someone can find peace tonight. I'm gonna go check on supplies. Stump, you done checked them half a dozen times already. Well, when you get to be my age, you need to check your marbles more often or else you're liable to lose them all. <laughs> As a professor. I shut off the communicator and told her to get some sleep. She'll be there if we need her. So you're a man from the future, huh? You know, any other night, I think you're crazy. Hell, I ain't sure I entirely believe you now. Just as long as we're both on the same side of this fight, Sheriff. You know, I read a book once by this fella. You read a book, John Duke? Hey, I can read. Just because I'm drunk don't mean I'm stupid. Anyways, it was by some French fella, Julian Vernon or something. From the earth to the moon. Tell me, do people fly to the moon in the future? Sheriff, I think it's safe to say a few things will always remain in the realm of the imaginary. Traveling through time like that, raveling and unraveling, bound to take a toll on a man, don't it? You know, my dad has this old watch my grandpa left him. He always reminded me it would be mine someday. A father's duty is to give his son a watch, he'd say. Funny thing is, the blasted thing hasn't ticked in years. Completely broken. Useless. 
What good is a broken watch, I asked, and he'd say, don't think of it as having a broken watch. Think of it as having all the time in the world. Nobody knows what's going to happen next. We're all flying by the seat of our pants. All we got is a few more minutes. Some of us have less than others. I've stared death in the face, sacrificed my legs, lost people I loved. My dad wouldn't even talk to me anymore, not even when I was laid up in the hospital with my legs blown to bits. I never wished for death more than at that moment. But life kept ticking on. Nothing's certain. Never is. But there's one thing I do know for sure. What's that? I've still got time. Well, what do you know? Looks like I forgot we have these fellas right here. Uh, what you got there, Stumpy? Dynamite! Whoa! <laughs> Howdy, folks! It's me, Waldo Whirly, here to tell you all about the amazing deals we got going on this month in Bed Springs at the Double W Used Horse Corral. The Ford Ranch just unloaded a couple of pre-owned Pinto ponies, and now we're passing the savings on to you. You can have your pick for only $50. Looking for something sportier? We got you covered with a top-of-the-line Mustang once owned by an old Indian medicine man. Yours today for only $40. Or if you're mounting a daring escape from the law, look no further than this white Bronco, only $55. No credit, no problem. If you got a steady job and $5 down, we can get you on the road and into your very own saddle today. Why put that old gray mare out to pasture? Trade her in for the noble steed of your dreams. Come see us at the Double W Used Horse Corral. Located behind the general store, you can't miss it. The Double W Used Horse Corral. After a night spent cowering for survival, our heroes appear destined to be done in by an old man's improper handling of explosives. Whoa! Damn it, Stump! Put those sticks away before you blow us to high heaven. Now, seems to me like we'd be doing ourselves a favor either way. But if you must know, these two sticks are duds. Duds? What the hell use we got for duds? God darn it, will you let me finish? These two here are duds, but there's a mess of dynamite in the barn out back that'll light up the sky like an August storm. Okay, so there's dynamite in the barn. So what? It ain't like we can throw sticks at the zombies. I was getting to that. I'm having this here idea that we could strap a few of these to that there old stagecoach I set the Liberty Inn, lure them smellers all around it, set off the charges, and boom! Kill them all to pieces! Hot damn, now that's an idea. It's an idea, all right. But you're forgetting one thing. What's that? Who's going to set the charges? And how are they getting out of there before the whole thing blows up in their face? Hmm, didn't think about that. I can do it. I used to work explosives for my unit. I have a brand new pair of legs. I have the best shot at lighting a fuse and getting the hell out of there. And I will assist you. Ha! You? Very funny. Why don't you just go back to sleep, Caracas? Forgive me if I am not amused, as you are quite fond of pointing out I ran here faster than all of you last night. That's because we stayed behind to help. Be that as it may, you'll need someone to defend you while you set the charges. My shovels will protect you until we clear the blast. What if the zombies follow you? They are as slow as they are clumsy. We require seconds, nothing more. Any stragglers left after the explosion should be easier to deal with. 
If we can make it to the stagecoach, we got a real shot. That's a pretty big if. We'd be making it out by the skin of our teeth. Better than making it out with no teeth. If you make good on this, Caracas, you'll redeem yourself for running off last night. Soon as the sun comes up, we'll flank you two, keep you covered, and make for the stagecoach. John Duke, look. Light's seeping in through the cracks on the roof. Don. Kind of snuck up on us, didn't it? What do you say, Sheriff? Ready to ride into battle? John Duke? <sighs> Let's go kill him. Corpse is dead. Move, move, move! Watch your backs! Take that! And that! <laughs> hey, this is kind of fun. On your left! Prepare to meet your maker. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hoo-wee! Look at over Schmeller's fall! The watch was right! Just hit him square in the hay! Oh, crap, the watch. Dr. Bitterman, Dr. Bitterman, come in, Dr. Bitterman. Where could you be? On your right! There's the barn! Stumpy, where's the dynamite? Just inside the door, on the floor, to the left! Caracas! Way ahead of you, Sheriff. I've got five more coming in, two o'clock. Damn it! Keep your eyes open! Thanks, Feathers. I've got them! Alright, let's get to the stagecoach! Everybody, keep together! Don't have to tell me twice! Sheriff! Duck! That was my barber. There's too many! We're never gonna make it! Keep the faith! Feathers! Watch your tin! Curly! Get away from her, you smeller! Ow! Dag it! I got bit! Don't be! Forgive me, Curly! They're dragging me off! Stumpy! Help! I can't get to him! Hey, Stump! Where'd they take you? Oh, my leg! They tore off my leg! Leave him! He's lost to us now! He saved my life! Thank him by remaining alive! Ow! My leg's gone! I got a stump now! <laughs> Hear that, Duke? Stumpy's got a stump! <laughs> All these smellers are tearing me apart! No! They're closing in! The stagecoach is up ahead! We have to find a gap to get through. We can make it. Sheriff, you and Feathers corral the horde. Trip, vamos! I don't think we're getting out of this mess alive, Feathers. Now you listen to me, John Duke. I ain't seen you get all sober finally just so you can go off and die before I give you that bath. What are you doing thinking of baths at a time like this? Because I aim to take it with you. You mean, oh, to hell with this. I'm going to live. For Stumpy. For Stumpy. Doctor, come in, doctor. Stop playing with your watch. Focus on the task at hand. Where can she be? Almost there. Ha-ha, <laughs> we made it. Climb up. They're surrounding us. Here, the dynamite. I'm tying it to the frame to maximize shrapnel damage. Let us hope we run faster than the splinters. They're rocking us. Time to light this town up. Caracas, give me a match. My last one. What? Why would you only bring one match with you? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention. What are you doing? I'm the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
You threw our only match at the zombies. Are you crazy? I have no intention of letting you blow them up. I am a wanderer. My travels have taken me to many places. I've collected many things, including a rare strain of the Reanimatus virus, which I brought with me to the American Southwest, a land so remote. A pandemic can grow unchecked until it is too late to stop. What? How does that make any sense? It was all too easy, really. I simply had to find the right vessel for incubation. Trixie, the prostitute. Unfortunately, our friend Christmas Barry pushed her down the stairs before she could infect the entire town, so I took his ravaged body to the saloon. I knew the sheriff was a no-good drunk who would fail to stop the scourge. Soon, the entire world will be overrun by the undead, and every treasure will be mine for the taking. Yours for the taking? What are you even talking about? You're going to die here with the rest of us. No, I am not. Wait, how are you doing that? We are not so different, you and I. You don't remember me, do you? We've met once before. I thought your face looked familiar, and then when I listened to the story of how you lost your legs, everything became quite clear. How do I... Wait, you're the Dark One! <laughs> dark One... I never enjoyed that moniker, no, no trip. I am the man who makes it out alive. Never before have I encountered a fellow traveler of the quantum plane. You've been given a rare gift, Trip. You don't have to perish here today. Come, take my hand. I can show you things beyond your most extraordinary desires. Join me and together we can rule the universe as time bandidos. I'll never join you. Pity. We could have made a great duet. Via con Dios, young time skipper. May we never meet again. Trip! Trip! Are you there? Doctor, where have you been? Taking my morning constitutional, my boy. Doc, the Caracas guy turned out to be some sort of time thief, and he turned the whole town into zombies, and we strapped dynamite to a stagecoach because we figured we could kill them all off in an explosion, and I'm stuck here on the roof now, and he just vanished into thin air and threw away all the matches. Wow. How did he do that? Did he press a button or something? I don't know. It just happened. This is a lot to process for one day. Well, that is certainly fascinating. Imagine the implications. That means that there is someone somewhere out there. Help me! Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. What do I do? You must set off those charges, dear boy. The fate of humanity depends on it. How? I'm trying to figure that out. The zombies are learning to climb. Ah, I'd love to hear that plan of yours any time, Doctor. I don't know. I'm sorry. My mind has drawn on blank. I'm afraid I have failed you, dear boy. Perhaps Einstein was right about me. He would know what to do. I never thought I'd wind up like this. Wait a minute. Find? Find? Mil, do you think finding the time watch might produce one spark large enough to light the fuse? Maybe. Huzzah! Suck it, Einstein! What? What is it? Listen to me. The red button on your watch, it finds the cogs. It also produces a quick flash of energy. Aim it at the end of the wire. Okay. And after it's lit, how do I get out of here? Your focus now should be on the greater good. You must stop this plague. I understand. It has been a pleasure knowing you, my boy. It's all right. This is what I signed up for. I'm ready. You will save us all. Now, be the hero. 
crests at bottom. Tell my dad I'm sorry. Tell him, tell him, tell him mom and I will be watching from the- We don't have time, Trip. Press the button now! Okay. Here goes nothing. It worked! We did it! Congratulations! You've done us proud! Thank you for my legs, Doc. Thanks for everything. The honor was all mine, dear boy. Wait! Something's happening to the watch! It's lighting up! Lighting up? My God! Milo, do you think the spark from the corpse could generate an expenditure of magnetic energy strong enough to send Trip back into the quantum plane? Maybe. Am I going home? It's possible. Or... Or what? Another time? Another place? Hang on, Trip. We'll see you on the other... I can feel... I can feel everything! There's one still alive over here. I think that's all of them. They did it. Do you think they got away? I don't think so. That blast was too dang big. Poor trip. The whole town's gone. Only the buildings remain. These ghosts will walk the streets long after we're gone. Never knew you to be the poignant type, John Duke. Surviving a plague of zombies has a way of giving perspective to a man. You know, I was thinking, it's such a beautiful day for an outdoor bath, and no one around to interrupt us. Feathers, I believe it's time I made you an honest woman. Honest? Now, where's the fun in that? (laughs) (laughs) And so, Sheriff Duke and Feathers went off to find a trough suitable for bathing and rambunctiousness. And as for Trip, well, he's still out there somewhere, tripping through time. (coughs) Where am I? (coughs) Never going to get used to this feeling. Dr. Bitterman! Dr. Bitterman, come in! Oh, Trip, you made it! Where are you? Uh, looks like a grassland of some sort. The air smells thick, heavy. What the? What do you see? Big animals. They look like giant turkeys with long necks. My God. And these other turkeys with three horns. Wait, I've seen these before. In a, in a comic book, try, uh, tr- try, triceroglyphs. Triceratops! Trip! You're in the age of the dinosaurs! That means I'm the only human on Earth. Tell me, Trip, are they moving in herds? They do move in herds. What else can you see? We hope you have enjoyed Dawn of the Gun Dead. We'll see you next time for Secrets of the Pyramid. This has been another exciting episode of Time Trip, the continuing adventures of Private Trip Time Skipper. From all of us here at Just Press Playhouse, so long and happy adventures!
Trip is a Just Press Playhouse production by Gabe Templin and Orlando Segarra. Additional sound effects by freesound.org. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 